Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on fiction. All right, people. So this is the podcast that you love uh, in no particular order. I'm Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by always by my co-host, D-Mac. What's going on today, bro? Not much. Chilling, just washing my hands and staying quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> Got to wash those hands repeatedly. And But what they don't tell uh, the people out there is if you're black or any type of brown person, you have to wash your hands and have that lotion at the ready, because otherwise you'll be ashy as fuck. <laughs> no, no, right. So I definitely have my lotion at my house, at my brother's house, at my uh, mother's house, and at work. So every time I wash my hands, I can get that good uh, gold bond healing skin lotion on my shit to make sure I'm not ashy. Thanks. But, um, I actually wanted to tell you, man, cause I don't know if you knew, if you knew this, but I'm sure that the audience does cause it's all because of them. But, um, this is consistently the highest, uh, strained podcast on the entire podcast network for probably the last year or so. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the episodes that we do are always pretty consistently, uh, they stream higher and faster than any other show on the network. And like, since I'm on every show, the difference has to be you and and the topic. So thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Hey, we, we band together, man. Exactly. Um, speaking of the topic, we'll get right to it. So as promised, uh, last episodes and probably a few episodes before that, even this time for this month for April, we're going to give you some good old lockdown entertainment. So if you're bored and your other favorite podcasts are not putting out episodes, we still are. Cause as I promised every week during the quarantine lockdown on a national level, I am going to put out at least something every single week some weeks there, there'll be more than one because a uh, little um network note next week when this episode comes out because we're recording this on the 15th of april and this is going to come out next week we're going to have two episodes that week as well provided that my interview doesn't reschedule and you'll and you'll know that happens by next week but anyway um to, <laughs> today we are going oh and also one more bit of plugging before we begin uh, so I hope everybody likes this show is watching the YouTube channel that is part of our network as well. As of right now, we have three or four videos up and we should be weekly for at least the next three weeks because we, that's how many videos that we have already in the can and they're in the editing bay. So, so just so you guys know, we have a lot more content coming for you there. So just go to, uh, youtube.com or the app, however the fuck you access YouTube even on your TV like I do, and type in true stories based on fiction, not in no particular order, because that's a show from our network, but the actual name of the network itself, true stories based on fiction, and you'll see videos from uh, people from the podcast network and 
live video form. Uh, so make sure you like, subscribe, and comment, and make sure you put this. You want to be notified when new videos come up. But enough with me doing my pandering to the audience and trying to get views on on the YouTube channel. Today, this month, we are going to count down our top five worst beat pickers in rap music in no particular order. So, as usual, uh, D-Mac, you typically go first. Alright. Uh, mine's is gonna be... It's, it's gonna be pretty... Well, it might be... I, I think to you, it might be a little shocking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be on par with yours. Alright, I'm gonna go with... I'll start off first with Eminem. Eminem <laughs> is... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. He's on my list too. Yeah, no, I already know. <laughs> Eminem is let me let me say is awesome rapper. Switch styles, like I said said before, many and many and many times again. He can switch styles, Caden's on par, bend words, tell stories, always on rim can speed it up, slow it down, whole nine yards. But his beat picking is probably the most questionable thing that in his whole in in his whole kind of rhythm. Hmm. And I know and I know, like I said, every every artist literally picks beat that goes with their rhyme, goes with their cadence and all that. But him on the other hand, it's just some of them is just like, dude, you literally trying to make make the beat, like make the beat with your words, and it doesn't happen because it's either a either the beat good and he's good, uh, b either the beat sucks and he's trying to to make his rhymes create the beat, basically mm-hmm. go and flow with it, but it never works that way. When he does it that way, it, it almost never works. Almost networks. I say almost networks. And I, I, I give it, I give it like 60, I give it 60, 40, really. I say 40% is when it, is when it works. 60% is when it don't. Okay. <laughs> and it, he, and to be such a good rapper and for the culture and all this, that and the third, he should, to me, he be, should have some hit makers, man. Like he should be coming out like, I like I, I say like Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne can come out with any beat, and it, it sound like on par. Like he can create the beat, or he could just ride with the beat. Mm-hmm. And then, and he got one song, that mahogany song that I heard, and I haven't even you know I haven't really listened to his album, that new album like that. But that that song is pretty. It it, it sounds like old Wayne, and he, he just sounds like he just he just riding the beat. The beat goes imperfect with his cadence and everything. And I'm just like, man, that sounds like old Lil Wayne. Now, Eminem, on the other hand, we can't never get that. <laughs> you can't get that with that. Not with that. Not doing nothing like that. So, on my list, yeah, he, he's on my list just because of that, man. He it, To me, he's too too good of an artist. And which I am going to say, my list <laughs> literally going to have, like, some artists, like, some good artists. Because for some reason, I don't know what it is. They just don't, they the ones who it's almost like a, like a, uh, like a, like a, 
uh, was it, uh, <laughs> I want to put it, it's like a, a Bruce Banner and a, <laughs> and a Hulk type thing. Right, right. Like they try to put the shit together and it, and it just won't work. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry, this ain't gonna be the Hulk in game. Like, nah, you're <laughs> either gonna have one or you're gonna have the other. <laughs> 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 but uh, that's all I got, man. <laughs> um, uh, as you'll see, there's going to be a kind of a theme t- to my list, and uh, Eminem, since you brought him up first, is, is the first person in that theme, and we'll see if you can if you can pick out that theme. But what I would say the problem with M is, in general, to me, Eminem is trying to be Eminem currently is a parody of himself, like. Like R. Kelly became a parody of himself when he put out uh, Chocolate Factory. Eminem became mm-hmm. a parody of himself probably after the third album to me. And like, he's trying to recapture that same magic he had back then, but he is failing miserably. And two, and there's three reasons, and the three reasons for that. The first reason is because all the things you said, well, add to the things that you've said, the fact that. He's trying to recapture that same flow, and he's trying to be um, edgy, but he lives in his own bubble now, so he, he isn't aware of the public conscious enough to even say anything that's going to be edgy. Um, the second thing is, uh, he, well, two and three are, are, are kind of tied, or tied together. The only time that Eminem has a good beat, is if Dr. Dre makes it or if he makes it. If anyone else makes, makes a beat for Eminem, it's garbage. Now, that's even if it's an older Eminem self-produced beat. I'm not sure if he even still does that. But on what I remember from Eminem back when I was a huge fan and got all of his uh, projects, if, if Dre didn't make the beat or he didn't make the beat, it was never good. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I say a couple beats. Uh, that. Well, I'm I'm kind of thinking about features, but like far as his album, I pretty much yeah, you're right. But unless if it's, I don't even think he was ever on. He was never on the Kanye West beat. Um, didn't. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't think they've ever. He was never on. Yeah. The only song that they've been on together was that that Drake song. Man, I mean, up in the yard. Yeah, yeah, nothing was done for me. I want that shit forever, man, never, man, never, man. Which was better before he put all those other people on it? Back when it was, I think, just him and Wayne, it was much better than when he added on Kanye and M. Yeah, but that's a good point. And I think that during the, uh, the Benzino beef, he did have some beats by uh, Scott Sorts, which is basically means a Dr. Dre beat because Scott Sorts Dr. made. Dre beats. Yeah, because <laughs> Scott Scott Storch ghost produced probably every Dr. Dre beat from the year ninety eight to probably two thousand seven. Hot yeah. take, but is that I that is the fucking truth. Um, yeah. So you you nailed pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I, I agree about with it. you on that one. Alright. Um, alright. So I guess technically it's my turn then, right? So if, if you did one yeah. first and I agree, then okay. Um so for my first entry, 
as people who have listened to this show from the beginning know, and thank you all again for making this the highest rated show on the True Stories Based on Fiction Podcast Network, there are two people that will come up on well one of one one of if not both of these people will come up come up on every single list that we do. Uh some sometimes for good lists, sometimes for bad lists, but one of these two people will come up every single time. And one of those people is definitely gonna come up on this list and they'll come up right now. Uh and this is no surprise. I won't go too much into it because this is gonna be beating a dead horse at this point. But of course the person who this list should be named after, Nas. <laughs> Of his entire catalog, he's probably had three good beats. <laughs> and that's being generous. Because typically, them shits are trash as fuck. And... Excuse me. And you've gone over his logic as to why he picks his garbage-ass beats that, that he picks. I think is, Although I agree that that probably is a reason, because I've heard that as well. I still contend that those are dumbass reasons and he should be ashamed of himself for putting out the level of crap that he puts out beat wise. And I think that he would be more of a household name like a Jay-Z would because he has the business acumen. He has the legacy, but he doesn't have the hit songs or the beats that have permeated all cultures like Jay has. And And until he gets out of his own way by picking these terrible ass beats, he will be doomed to never be a international household name. And I will say this though. I have some constructive criticism for Nas as well. The only thing Nas have to do to keep his boom bop beats that he loves so much is get, uh, what's his name? DJ premier who I personally don't like, but people, oh, yeah, I know. people tend to like his old school New York boom bop beats so if Nas had a whole album with him it would probably be more palatable for the masses not for me of course but for the masses that, that's that's the only thing I think he has to do so he'll have the best of both worlds be able to have a beat that people can actually gravitate towards and have the boom bop beats that, that he loves so much I will well I'm gonna say this uh He's one of mine too. Okay. He, he's on my list too. Yeah, he's on my list too. Uh, and it's the same, pretty much the same reasons you just said. I will say this about the DJ Premier thing. Now, Cause I'm just, I see I've been so, cause see DJ Premier is old school, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to find a lot of stuff. Like he made a lot of beats and a lot of, he produced for a lot of good artists. And the crazy thing is, he's born and raised in Houston, so really? that's the that's the shocker part about it. Yeah. <laughs> to to making uh uh what's it called uh New York State of Mind? Yeah, he the one who made he made that beat for Nas. That's why I was like, hey, that's a New York. He can make them, them East Coast beats, but he literally from the South. That's the that's the mind boggling thing. That is mind boggling because his whole style, <laughs> I think, is currently the the New York sound is is him right now, and he's from Houston, huh? That's news. To yeah, me. it is. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, I heard everybody give him because I, that's how I started like studying because everybody started giving them props and everybody started bringing them up like DJ Premier, DJ Premier, and I was like, hold on, let me let me do some research. Right. And that's when I started finding out more and more about him. Like, damn, this dude, born and raised in Houston. Then he came out to New York, start, and he was producing. He was doing a little bit in Houston, but he came out to New York to really 
get his name out there and do what he needs to do, which he did. He, and he did. dominated at that shit. Mm-hmm. Now he's technically a legend in a way. You know, everybody, you see, bring up DJ Premier, everybody know who the fuck you talking about. <laughs> and uh, the hip-hop peers in our audience are going to throw something at their faces because that's where they, their headphones are. But wasn't he in Gangstar or or some other yeah, rap group? Yeah, yeah, He was in Gangstar. He was okay, part of, okay. He was part of the group, yeah. And that was like a duo, right? It was him and somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because I think that Gangstar was kind of like, forgive this reference, people in the audience who are hip-hop peers, but weren't they kind of like the 80s, the 80s um, template to where like a rapper and a DJ? Mm, yeah, sorry, kind of like Tim Lane and Magoo in a way. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because um, DJ Premier, he didn't rap. I don't think it, it was only like the, the other. What's that dude name from that group, man? Because he went solo too in the early two thousands. What is that dude's I, name? He's a uh, real light skin. I can't even remember, man. He had a strong uh, ass face. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but uh, I think that that is what Nas is missing. Cause that's that's the best way I think to fix the Nas problem that has been a prevalent issue in hip hop since probably '98. Cause before then, like his beat, because he was a newer artist, pe- people gave him some slack. But they aren't getting them slack anymore. And, and as a matter of fact, um, it, if you can get past a twenty-five minute music video, this all shit that the song Nas album done by a fucking DJ Khaled is actually damn good. Oh, hey, oh, the dude named Guru. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Guru. Yeah, and... he, yeah he actually he died with like ten, eleven he years died? ago. Yeah. Well, that's news to me, man. R.I.P. I I had no idea that he died. That explains why DJ Premier went solo on his beat. But nah, though, but I got, like, how you said, Nas, he got a couple beat makers from, like, alright, he, he been on a, he been on a Kanye West track. We already seen how that went. Yep. We we seen him with DJ Premier. Uh, trying to think who else he was on. I want to um, say. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, uh, the song Nas album done by DJ Khaled is probably the best produced Nas song in my opinion, maybe ever. Yeah. Cause that whole was a slap. Yeah, yeah. But he has had a couple songs like from um I would say uh like one mic one mic was the shit. Yeah. Cause I like how it's you know, sped up, slow down, it went with his cadence, whole nine yards. Uh I, the was it the bridge is over. It, that's all off Steelmatic. Steelmatic album, because I I put Steelmatic album Technically, as one of Nas's like huge albums, because yeah, like, the Ether, Ether, you know, Nas got a gun, this, that, and the third. Like he had some hits on there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who the producers was, 
But <laughs> but I can tell you this though. After I know he did the Kanye West thing, and then he rolled into that one album with the the mix, the lost tapes or whatever. And then everybody was like, "Oh man, this is just the old school Nas is that and the third. I could not listen to that without. <laughs> it, it was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad, man. It was that bad. I was like, "What the fuck is he talking?" Like, and I put Nas up because I liked it. Uh, uh, what's that album? Um, uh, what's that album? The one I was telling you about. Oh, uh, Life is Good. Yeah, Life is Good. Like, I liked it that album. Like, I, mm-hmm. I loved it. But then when he comes to that Lost Tape stuff, it kind of remind me of the album before Life is Good. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, like, man, come on, man. Like, what are you Hip Hop is Dead? Yeah. Yeah. Hip Hop is Dead, the, the, the one album, uh, Nigger. Yeah. <laughs> Distant Relatives. Like, yeah, man, I'm sitting there like, dude, like, what are you doing? And it just kind of like, I don't, I don't know, man. He, he, he had me fall asleep. And he, mm-hmm. he's such, such a lyrical guy. Mm-hmm. Lyrical guy could tell stories. And he's too good of a rapper not to have good beats, man. It's just, and then sometimes I thought he was going to change. Cause I'm like, oh, man, he's going to change because, you know, uh he wasn't like Jay-Z. Thinking business mind and flashy, trying to put money in the hood and then flip it, just that and the third, then get his money back up. I mean, now he got his money back up, but it took years down the line. Right. At the divorce and all this other mm-hmm. shit he was going through. Mm-hmm. And then he, it, it started registering like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. Now he got money, but, but he should have been had money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Cause it was a smart idea for him to team up with, uh, Bevel on that Bevel. Clipper, because like Bevel, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm too cheap to buy it, but that Clipper did look like it's pretty fucking good. There it is. Like I know he scored the one Hennessy. Yeah, yeah, all the goddamn Hennessy goddamn commercials. And then he's a backer in that uh, that free TV streaming app, uh, Pluto. Yeah, yes, and then like, he also, mm-hmm. yeah, he also was executive producer of a couple shows that was on uh, Netflix. Like the yeah. one show that they stopped making for whatever reason. A lot of people was into it. I, I couldn't get into it. I tried my hard to get oh, into it. Like, uh, yeah. That 80s hip hop show? Yeah, the, not, well, not the hip hop show, but it's like that. Oh, I forgot what it's called. It's like an old school 80s version with the light skinned kid when he wrote, said the poem and shit to the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Talking about his mom. That's probably like the dopest line. I know that came from Nas. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was shit like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, uh, that show stopped because um, it cost apparently way too much money per episode, and then like the viewership that it had didn't make sense to keep going because uh, I think uh, yeah. like the other guy who who was behind it was uh, I think his name is Baz Lerman, and um, he had a yeah. vision that Netflix just couldn't do based on the ratings and like the social media engagements and all of the things that are currently important. Regarding like the metrics of uh the their new streaming um infrastructure. Hell yeah! I mean Netflix is nah. I can't I can't lie to you. Netflix like on full circle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nah, man. Other than that though, yeah, man. Nah, I just need you to step it up, man. Just yeah. I mean it, it, it ain't. Well, he ain't gonna never step it up. I don't no. think he ever will. It, no. It's too late now. 
It's too late in the game. Just like, same thing with Eminem. He ain't gonna step it up. It's always gonna be the same shit. <laughs> it's gonna be either the same, it's either gonna be the same shit or they gonna retire and just be like, yo, I ain't rapping no more. I give them, I give them props because they still relevant, typically. They still relevant. They still got their name and game to the point where people could be like, oh, I know that's Eminem or, oh, I know that's Nas. This, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Cause if you would have said a rapper back when we was coming up, and you would say, "Oh yeah, he fifty something years old," you were like, "Who?" You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and they should all thank Jay Z for that, cause Jay Z was the first rapper that showed us how to age gracefully in hip hop. Unlike, say, like a hip hop cultural figure like Funk Flex, who's eighty five years old wearing fucking Fubu football jerseys and wearing <laughs> fucking fitted. New era caps that are broke way off and shit, or even Fifty Cent, honestly, because when Fifty Cent isn't dressed in the suit, he's still dressed like he's like two thousand four. Yeah, you never lie about that one. You never lie. And, and then I say that being fully cognizant of the fact that what I learned from my last girlfriend, which is pretty recently, uh, that my fashion game may not be on point as it used to be even three years ago, because uh, she could dress like a <laughs> motherfucker, and then like, goddamn, like. I ain't really got shit that's gonna keep up with the way this uh, girl dressing. Cause, but I'm fine with that because I still get, because <laughs> I still don't have any problem getting any women, <laughs> despite my quest with fashion choices at times. But um, <laughs> who is your next choice? So really, well, yeah. So so this is gonna be a shorter episode, so we can spend longer on people because uh, so far both our choices are were on both our lists. So, but uh, I know, I know, I I, I figured that you know, we're probably gonna have another one too, or maybe the rest of them. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I kind of gave you a perfect segue if that person is also <laughs> is on your list. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with my favorite, my favorite hip hop artist. Period. Hmm. As of right now, well, as of right, okay. He's been my favorite hip hop artist. He's been my favorite hip hop artist period for a long time hmm. which is j cole okay j. Cole. Yep. <laughs> who, who is not on is he on my list i think he is or or but go ahead yeah yep yeah, j cole is on my list you're right because i had one second yep j cole is on my list well i'll go ahead as you were <laughs> now i picked j cole because of the fact that he needs to let people make their own beats for him. That is his issue. He creates his own beats. And I don't mean, I ain't trying to say that you suck, but you're, you're okay to your own beats. We have all seen him on featured songs, featured cuts, and he literally blew them away. Yep. Cause somebody made the beat and he hopped on the track. And it boggled my mind why he don't have people make produce for him. Like it, it boggles my mind, like for real. And I, I I seen the interview. This is this how much I've been studying this dude. This dude is he. The reason why he said he hasn't, and the reason why he ain't had people on features, is because he said he don't have time. Like, cause you got sent it. You know, they send it back to you. Blah blah blah. All this other stuff. Or just like you when you feature people, it's the same shit. You sitting there, you waiting and all that, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I had time. I want to get the shit out. And I'm thinking like, well, damn, why don't you fucking take your time, man? Like, shit, you trying to make an album all in like two weeks and shit. They did all of a sudden drop it. But what you been doing from 
the two weeks from there. The two years the from there. Yeah. yeah, two years. Yeah, two weeks, two years. That's a dumbass reason, yeah. bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, from the two weeks to the two years, like, come on, man. Like, I, I don't get it. And I was like, man, it's either you bullshitting or you literally spending family time to the point where you're like, oh, I guess it's time to make an album. Let's go. And then you just right. sit in the studio for like two weeks and then make an album. Then after that, you go on a promo for not promo, but you go on a yeah. a, a a tour for whatever six, mm-hmm. seven months or whatever. Then you come back at home and then you sit at home again for the whole another year. Uh, so <laughs> they do it all over again. Like, come on, man. Like, I I say last year was the only year when he was at having still relevancy. Like it was continuing. Like, boom, he was featured, killing it, killing yep. it, killing yep. it, killing it, killing. It, killing it. To the point it was just like, well, damn, dude, like, where is this at? Why don't you make your own shit? Cause I'm uh, like, why don't you not produce your own shit? Had Kanye West do it, even though I think, yeah, I think they cool now. I think they cool. I think they was like hanging out or they saw each other mm-hmm. somewhere or some shit. Had Kanye West produce your shit. Have Scott Storch produce your shit. Hell shit. You can have other folks produce for you and then you flow off the beat or go from there. Cause obviously you, you have the skill set to do it, and we all know it. Just do it, man. Quit being fucking lazy. Now, I ain't going to say your body or work. It's not like, oh, it's, it's trash. Oh, he's talking about the same shit. I love the creativeness. I love the storytelling. I love, like, he have a body of work and one, like, 10, album, 10 uh, songs or 13, 14, 15 songs, whatever. But, man, take a shot in the dark. Just say, you know what? I'm going to have Primo on here. I'm going to have Kanye on here. I'm going to have Sky Storage and that and third. Because you got the money. I don't want to hear you ain't got the money. You got the money. So, and you blow half these motherfuckers out the You blow majority of these folks out the water. Hell, yeah, you might even end up blowing some of the old school out the water now since they kind of rusty as shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh, man. They, you got stuff to talk about. And then on top of that, put some features on there, man. Put, 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 put somebody on there. Like, come on, man. I want to hear, had Jay-Z on that mug, had Drake on that motherfucker. So, just that third. That's the only reason why I kind of give Drake props. Cause he, uh, you already know, he'll make, it's either 44, 40, he, he making shit, or it's Hit somebody boy. else. Hit yeah. boy. But the shit be bumping. No, I'm it sorry, no, bumping. I'm sorry. Not hit boy. Boy one die. Boy by <laughs> one die. <laughs> because like, because like a name is spelled very strangely. Yep. But yeah. even even with these new producers who we don't know by name, who are actually making good beats, he can get any of them. J. Cole can get anybody in the music industry, not even just hip-hop. He can probably get fucking Mutt Lang, who does the fucking country songs for fucking Snyder Twain to fucking do a beat for him. He can get Billy Ray Cyrus. He can get anybody. J. Cole is probably the one rapper besides Drake who can get anyone in the music industry to come on this project and, and do it happily. He's probably the only person in, in any genre besides Drake who could do that. Yes. But yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> you pretty much said it all, man. I totally agree with all those things, but one thing I will add, though, is the fact that, and we've seen that even inside his camp, he has the ability to have good beats, because on that Dream Chaser's album 
whatever the fuck it was called. It had yeah. some mediocre beats, but it also had some fire beats because that uh, song went on fucking Kendrick Ginner. I woke up for some money. That beat is cold as yeah. fuck. That song is cold as fuck. And fucking, that's actually, uh, that should have been a, a contender for Song of the Year last year. Because uh, that's a very even-handed song. Because everybody who who rapped on there, verse was cold as fuck. Even that nigga, uh, Looty, or Loot, whatever the fuck his name is. And, uh, <laughs> that song was actually a fucking slap, bro. Because fucking, uh, Baby was cold on there. Fucking Loot was cold yeah, on there. Yeah. J. Cole was cold. It was a good video. Yeah, uh, so and we so that shows us that inside of his own camp, he has the ability to actually have good beats, but he just chooses that Nas route, which is why a couple episodes back, if you look in the feed, you'll see those episodes for people in the audience. When we had the J. Cole Summit and the Nas Summit, we discussed how J. J. Cole has basically admitted that he kind of, well, he's hinted at, rather, that he changes his rap style to kind of mirror Nas. But he's mirroring the parts of Nas that are trash, uh, which is the topic of this episode, beats. He's he mimic Nas's uh DYI DY do it yourself. Yeah, DYI beat making process. And he isn't someone who's gifted in making beats. I would I would even go as far as to say that my beats are better than his beats. And my beats can be heard at the end of every episode of True Story Based on Fiction, the podcast network. My beats are better than his. <laughs> That's how bad J. Cole's beats are. And I have no and I I played saxophone for two years or maybe three years. But other than that, I have no formal musical training. And I would gather to say that my beats are better than I, I mean than J. Cole's beats. Um alright, so uh you t- you say J. Cole, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, my next entry is going to follow the theme that I said that I was going to have on this list. I think that four out of my five, the fifth one being J. Cole, uh, are, have a theme. And the next person in that theme is 50 Cent. 50 Cent. 50 Cent's uh, beats are so bad now and his, his music career is so bad now that I wonder if 50 could ever actually (laughs) rap. And, and if it just wasn't that his beats were so good, we gave him a pass. And also his outside of music antics made him so, uh, riveting that we gave him a pass. Well, no, I take that back. That is hyperbole because his, uh, the Guess Who's Back mixtape album was actually pretty good. But at the same time, while Guess Who's Back was pretty good, everything else he put out after that was him jacking for beats. So, the vast majority of his album has suffered from having lackluster at best beats. So, the first album had good-ass beats, good flows, good hooks, all that shit. And starting with the second album, when Drake, I mean, sorry, when Dre slash Scott Storch kind of took a step back, his his beats have become trash. Because on The Massacre, I can't, like, Candy Shop, although that beat was decent. The beat wasn't good enough to fucking say that song for me, because that song does not hold, uh, that song does not have any longevity, because that song is corny as fuck to me now. Um, so, <laughs> on the massacre, save, uh, Piggy Bank, which was also, which was a pretty good beat, uh, 
the song where he says, well, this hook is cold, but the beat was trash. On the song where he's like, I get mine the fast way, the ski mask way. Make money, take money, money, money. That 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 bar is cold, but the beat is trash. But for, so from that point on, very rarely and seldomly do we ever get a 50 Cent song that has a good beat. And the, uh, the, the times where that have happened are, um, bitch, I'm the man, ho, I'm the man, that, and uh, Big Rich Town, uh, featuring Joe and Dude, or Trey Songz. Right uh, shit. <laughs> Without Trey Songz. Without Trey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's probably it, bro, because uh, the song he just put out with Post Malone is garbage, mainly because of the beat. And and fifty <laughs> and fifty just like two thousand five still, but yeah. Now uh, I'm not sure if, if fifty is on your list, but he suffers from the same thing that Eminem suffers suffers from the lack of having a Dr. Dre beat behind him. Mm, I, I give that. I give that. I wouldn't say too much about it because the only thing I'll say about fifty is the fact that he. Cause I'm a little opposite with it because he has hits. He still come out with hits. But if you Doesn't... try to tell him to come out with an album, no, because you just said like Big Rich Town, that was one. Okay. Uh, but the one from the Astrid, soundtrack. Because the... that was a off the office uh, TV show. So that's kind of a theme song more than an actual song t- to me. So that one has an asterisk a... by it. It actually got a soundtrack to it. The first set, the first season, dude. Oh, does it? See, yeah. Who yeah. knew? I didn't know. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm sorry, but keep going on. And some, I know, because uh, this one dude, one friend of mine, was telling me like he was saying that it was slapping, it was good. I was really? like, uh, I was like, I'll say the first, I say the the big rich town. Yeah, that's good, but I don't know about anything else. <laughs> like it got grovey. He said it was good, but I was like, eh, I don't know about that one. But nah, like when he hit that one, the Hustler Ambition or oh, okay. the Hustler. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that one. Uh, that was a slap. What else he had? Because he had, he had hits. It's just like almost like one single and then he like, I'm out. That, no. That's kind of how I get to it. It's like one hit, but then when he try to make an album, that's when it's just like, uh, nah. <laughs> because he, of the fact that it, the beats be all fucked up. Yeah. And but, you, and you are right that he is away from Dr. Dre. If he, he do need Dr. Dre to extend. He, he need him because you could tell when he tried to move away from him, it's just like, uh, I don't know about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it seems like though, uh, he tries to have hits, but only, Every fourth or fifth one actually hits because he's been putting music pretty consistently his whole career. But unlike the first album, I had yeah. like five hot singles and the whole album was hot. He'll get like one hot song every other album, it seems like. Yeah. But that goes back to the old adage, even a blind squirrel gets nut every now and again. <laughs> So, um, uh, was 50 on, on your list? Nah, 50 wasn't on mine. That was a good one, though. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, now on my list, I had, uh, which is, 
it, it's disappointing to me. I used to listen to him. I know you don't like him. You you call him overrated. Young Jeezy. Oh, okay. And the only reason why I picked him because the first album to me was fire. Trap out, you know, trap shit, boom, boom, everybody bumping it. Hey, Jeezy, cool. Then he came out with that 101, not 101, or Hustler 102 or whatever the hell. That shit was trash. It was like, I thought he just picked that shit out of the car. Like even the, it was like one beat that was okay, and then the rest of them were trash. And then he had the Snow shit mixtape, which was good, but that was by with uh, DJ, uh, oh, what's his name? The light skin dude. Not, not him. Um, uh, DJ Drama? Drama. Yeah. Yeah, DJ Drama. Yeah, that, that shit was fire. And then after that, he, he came out with a couple songs here and there. He still kind of had the trap shit. Yeah, with the ad lib. Mm-hmm. like, all right, it was hitting this. And I was like, and that was off the third album, which was called, uh, I want to say Hustler's Ambition. Yeah, Hustler's Ambition or some shit like that. And, and that's the one with, uh, I'm amazing. I'm the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With, uh, Kanye. with Kanye West. Yeah, that one was okay. And then he came out with 103. I think it was 103. Yeah, 103 was after that. And that was the recession, right? That one was no. Hmm. Hustler ambition. I think that hustler ambition was off the recession. Oh, okay. Recession okay. one, yeah. So yeah, that and amazing was on there. That one was okay. That one was cool. But then he had uh, 103 thug motivation. Blah blah blah. That one was good. That one, that one was good because it, it came like it was like he was teeter tottering a little bit, and then I was like, okay, this dude, he's he still on it, cool. He's talking that shit. A lot of people was like, man, this is shit. We've been looking for Jeezy for a hot minute because he kind of got into a little slump and all this other shit. You know, what I'm saying talking about some, you know, uh, what's the one that the USDA, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I got that white girl, Christina Aguilera, that shit go hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, then after that, 103, that's when it started to get trash. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, trash, like three albums trash, bro. Like he was like back at the back to do, I'm like, dude, what the fuck you doing? I think he just released his fourth, that might be a third album or fourth album. After that, he just released last week. And yeah. it's like, like what, like what are you doing? And, and the beats ain't there no more. Like mm-hmm. you, it was almost like the beats were like fading away because you had the tra- <laughs> I like, dude, yeah, like you had the trap beats, and when you hit the trap beats, you was like, oh man, you know it's good. You know it's good. As soon as you hear the trap beat or whatever, you was like, all right, cool. Or the beat speed up and it's hitting, you like, all right, cool. You, you got it. But then it's like, what the fuck is what the hell is this? Because I didn't like that one. I do, I do, I do. I, I do, I do. Nah. Like, come on, man. Like, come, come on. Like, are you serious? I was like, I ain't like it's that. It's too poppy for like, OGZ. I ain't like that shit. Uh, How about, uh, all right, people just killed the club. That shit was trash. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> but, sorry to interrupt, but I was in Detroit with Thomas when that came out, and, uh, we were at like this lame ass club bar shit, and they played that song seven times in a row. And I was, I wanted to leave because that song is so fucking trash. Yeah, man. I, 
he what he he could have became like hold up. All, all right, it was called Seen It All Autobiography. That's the one where I do, I do, I do, and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Then he had the one where he's coming out the damn, like, out the church, like a, a, a priest, yeah. a, a pastor, so ch- the ch- it's called Church in These Streets. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you serious? He looked retarded. Then he had Trap or Die 3, which was whack. And then another one called Pressures I ain't never heard of. I, and I this, never heard and of yeah, and then the new one that just came out recently, it's called uh Thug Motivation 104, The Legend of a Snowman. And that shit trash is <laughs> hell. And I was just like, that's, that, that's what kind of boggles me. It kind of, like, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, like, dude, like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, I know he ain't selling. Cause yeah. after, to me, after Hustle and Bitch 103, everything was cool. That's five albums ever since then, from 2011 yeah. to now. And you ain't did like, come on, dude, like, what the fuck, what the fuck going on? Like, I, 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 and then the beats just go downhill, downhill, downhill. You don't have the rhymes. The rhyme, no. your skill ain't that good to, no. to, to revise no beat. No, no beat. No. You need, he needs the trap beat to revise his rhymes. <laughs> Cause if not, it, it won't even sound right. And yeah. I was like, man, the only thing I do give a prize was that he married a old girl from the real or he got engaged or whatever. Uh, she bad as fuck. Yeah, Janine, uh, Janine Mayer. Yeah, 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 Mayer Yeah, she bad. She bad. That, that might be, uh, the most beautiful Asian that I've ever seen. Yeah, well, I was like, I, I was like, I give it to you on that one. Mm hmm. But um, I of course I totally agree. But uh, let me ask you this to see if I'm correct. I feel like the last Jeezy song that was really popular that kind of permeated the culture was um, put on. Would you agree? You said put them on. Put on for my city. Put on for my. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, and that was ten I, years I, ago. Yeah, I say that in the club one, the the one that's with uh, I don't say my, I don't think, I'm trying to think how I go. Who? Uh, who in it? Uh, it's somebody in it that's. I want to say Plies for some reason, but I don't think it's hmm. Plies. Uh-uh. Let me look it. I'm gonna look it up real yeah. quick, but um, as you're looking that up, and uh. I'll say this about Jeezy. I feel that the problem with him is he wasn't meant to be a long-term rapper anyway, but by some by some sheer luck, he got famous. Jeezy was yeah. supposed to be a, a local rapper who put out... Jeezy was, was supposed to be Mike Jones, who was very popular underground <laughs> because he had a whole bunch of slap with no substance to it. And that's what Jeezy was to me always. But he, he he was at the right place in the right time, got the right deal or deals because he got signed with Bad Boy and fucking uh, Def Jam at the same time, which is unprecedented. Um, that made him be a, 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 a actual household name for a while, but that was to his detriment because he doesn't have the talent to back it up. Because like you said, he's very reliant on that trap beat and his ad-libs. Because how many people have told you a GZ bar that they actually loved or liked? Not very many. Yeah, no, not that many. 
Not that many. And and for the people who have, I bet you that bar is going to be uh, sandwiched between ad libs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all the fuck is to me. Oh, uh, the album, the song lost my mind. That's what it was. Lost oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Yes. That shit used to go hard at the It did. It did. <laughs> I will give you that one. Yeah, that song was actually a pretty decent song, but not because of... And then, okay, add it to my point. How many Jeezy songs are good... If you take away the ad-libs, how many Jeezy songs are good because of him? The songs are good because of the beat and or a hook that he isn't even on. Besides... Yeah, I- yeah. Besides, uh, my president, my president, oh, is, president black. is a black. <laughs> that song was good, and and actually has some bars on it. And the crazy was that song came out way before Barack Obama was president. It did, yep. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember playing it at my house after he they found out he was gonna be president with my ex girlfriend there at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How time flies. <laughs> I do tend to uh, measure time and by who I was fucking at that time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's not I was fucking old girl. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, Jeezy is not on my list, but uh, I totally agree. Um, so uh, I think I've got one more, and you might have one more too. Wait. Yeah, I got one more. Okay, perfect. All right, so uh, my next one, I'm not sure if, if this person is on your list. I know we both fuck with this artist somewhat. I fuck, I feel like I fuck with a little, a little bit heavier than you do, but he had one of the hottest de- debut albums of all time. He had one of the hottest buzzes during his first album of all time, and he's also part of my, uh, of my um, theme. Once Dr. Drake stopped making his beats and he stopped being affiliated with his uh with the group he came in with, he's been very hit or miss as it pertains to beats, and that person is the game. Ooh, yeah, actually, him, uh, uh, he he was on my list, but then I took him off. You took him off, <laughs> but I will tell you why after you get done. Yep. Uh, now the first album, I would put that on part, and this may be like a like a list, uh, for the future. But he has one of the best debut albums of all time. The very few uh missteps in that first album he put out. Um, and beat wise, it was it was definitely a documentary. But then after that, um, the second album was in my opinion, a very big step down in quality, because he, he was so... He, what? In my opinion, because is that one that had uh, old, old English on it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was... That beat and his flow, to me, didn't match up. And then from there, and then, like, the Red Album was trash, because that's when he had, if it's all, take a picture for the camera file, with him and fucking Neo, and that song did not... <laughs> That that pairing was a terrible pairing, and and for a long time I feel like the game was lost, not knowing where he should be, what kind of artist he should be. Without, because I think that we spoke about this off air years ago, 
But the game, as you and I, as well, as I think you will agree, the game is at his best when he has a template for his flow. Like, prime example, uh, his two first singles. Hate or love it, 50 Cent gave him the, uh, gave, gave him the flow in a cadence, and he killed it. And same thing with uh, this is how we do. 50 gave him the flow in the cadence, and then with that template, he can go in and plug in his parts, and it sounds amazing. So from the second album, until my opinion, until Jesus Peace, which is my favorite game album, which is probably a hot take. But in that entire gap, he suffered from beats that were too experimental and him trying to find himself, as well as not having the proper templates for his flows. But when Jesus Peace came around, then the couple of albums after that, he kind of found his way a little bit. But his last album, which is his, which according to him is his last album, he had those same problems. The beats were actually better, but they weren't good beats for him. Because some beats can be good, but they aren't good for the artist who actually is performing on the beat. So that's pretty much what I've got to say about uh game. So go ahead. The only reason why I wouldn't say I, I took the game off mine mm-hmm. was uh the fact that, yeah, he, it's like wishing watching. The, to me, what took it off mine was first album. Good. It was great, awesome. Mm-hmm. Second album was to me it it matched the first. Really? It was, I ain't gonna say it was better, but it it matched it because mm-hmm. it was no Dr. Dre production on that mug, and it, from the people he was going with, he I I know for a fact just Blaze did like a like at least three or four songs. I yeah, know that for did. a fact, and mm-hmm. I don't think who else did one. I'm trying to think who else did one. Uh, I think he had. Uh, I actually think Swiss was on there. Yeah, I actually Swiss was on there too. That's so. That, that, I think Swiss was on too. Yeah, because I think Swiss was on. Uh, yeah, Swiss. Yeah, Swiss was on there. Swiss was on there. And then because Swiss was, was on, on Kanye was on there. Yeah, so I that. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why I said it matched the other one because okay. it was like Dr. Dre. He had Dr. Dre, Squish, and I think he had Tim on there. And on this one, he had, it was just kind of, he had a mix of air, goddamn body. And it was still like live and he was still pumping and he wasn't dissing Dr. Dre. And then that's when I know him and 50 started beefing and everything. And then that third album, that was trash. Second one, the fourth one was trash as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, I think to me it was the fifth one. We one with my Ferrari and he had Ice Cube on that motherfucker and mm-hmm. Diddy and he had a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, no, that's the one that uh with Drake on there. He's uh keep it one hundred. No, that's no, that's I think that's uh Jesus piece, isn't it? No, no, no. Nah, it ain't Jesus piece. You're right. Sucked. I, I love Jesus Peace personally. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Like the album before Jesus Peace had the song with Drake on it. Yeah. Which is a weird yeah. song, but it, that's it was a slap. Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Yeah. You wait more than 92 with me 100. Heck shit. It was, uh, the documentary too. That was that one. Yes. Yes. That's what that was too, on. Yeah. Yes. Yep. 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 And that, that, that went hard. That went hard. 
Uh, but yeah, Jesus teaches suck. That born to rap that just came out last year. I ain't even. I tried to attempt to listen to it, and I was like, bro. And they, this was that was supposed to be his last album. Like, yeah. I'm like, again. I'm like, here we go again. Like, dude, is you gonna stop rapping or you will keep? I think you gonna keep rapping, but. Wait, right, bro, 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 bro. You just put a bird, man. You just said, is you going to stop rapping or is you going to not rap? Yeah, I was saying. Like, for real, man. Like, yeah, that was like, for real, man. Because it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stop, blah, blah, blah. This is my last one. Then he brushed out another one. And it's like, what are you doing? And then you independent at that. I think that was what's killing him. Is he independent? He had to yeah. do a leg work and he kind of sloppy at it. That's yep. what I think. Because that shit, that shit hard. Like, everybody ain't no fucking, uh, what's his name from Memphis? Well, he ain't independent either. Who? I just found out I thought he was. Who? Uh, yo, Gotti. I thought he was. Nope. He, well, he, he ain't independent. He, he said he just put out, he put his own money up. He put his own shit out. Like, when they don't do it, he used his own money to do it. But I think that yo, Gotti is independent again, isn't he? Cause like you said, when LA Reed left, he, he left, right? Nah, he he's independent now. Yeah, I think off this last album because he said he bought because Yo Gotti's smart. Like don't get me wrong, yeah, he motherfucker. Is. He, I I just realized how smart that dude was because he owned okay. some hoods and shit. Yep. But he's like, yo, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make this money. I wasn't because he's because he was on Breakfast Club and he said a lot of people thought I was independent, but I wasn't. It was just that I was putting my own money out because if they wouldn't do it like the the, the record company wouldn't do it, I'd do it. And I put my mm-hmm. own money and then I got my money back. And then I turned around and he's I guess he made a deal and bought all his albums because he on all the masters of his album. And he was like, That that was the deal. Cause he was like, I'm trying to make money off my shit, keep money off my shit. He was like, Fuck what they doing. Shit. He was like, I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's smart though. That's smart yeah. guys. Be honest with you. I think everybody, I think every artist literally should own their masters, man. I don't think the record company should not hold the most, but people get stuck into the situation and the company end up owning, uh, owning them. And then what you going to do after that? Like, you don't own your own yeah. masters. So you can't do shit. Bro, like, uh, that's when I was younger. Right there. Yeah. Back when I was younger, I was definitely in that camp as, okay, the artist made the album. So, they should own it, but then now, now that I'm older, I'm kind of on some shit. Like, okay, the, the artist made the album, but if they were signed to that label, the label gave them studio time, found the producers for them a lot. They promoted the album as well, so they should be able to also eat. Now the deals are fucked up. It's like ninety ten, and it's it's either be fifty fifty or and or have a have a time frame on like for the next ten years. We own fifty percent of it then, but then after ten years, or say checking every six years or so, you have the option like the, to buy it back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you should yeah, have the okay. option. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, like Jay Z, he on his own catalog, but he had to do shit the hard way because boom, how he tell it, somebody wouldn't give him like his last album, his first album, rather yeah. reasonable doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's why in the kind of sour and a relationship type deal. It might have been, I think it was some other shit too, but he may have seen it was, it was that. It was really that. But, I don't know, but that just makes my, he on it now, so it really don't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But nah, though, I mean, just with the game, though, yeah, I, it's, he just, to me, he brought it back when he came back to back, then he missed again, missed again, it came back, <laughs> and then he missed again, missed again. And then prior production-wise, it was, it, it was literally missed all the way on yeah. the majority of those, except for, like, the documentary, because, like, again, I think he had, like, just blazing hit. Yeah, he, he had somebody. He had a couple folks on there. I don't know who it was, but because I actually think he actually had Dr. Dre again on that documentary too. I'm pretty I'm sure, like he did, like did like a couple tracks in there. Yeah, yeah. But game, literally, he he isn't his own person. So, game has a personality and shit, but I think musically, he needs that template. If you go in and say, hey, write to this flow, if he has that good template, he can write to it and have a hit. But if he makes his own template, then he can't do it. Prime example that uh, is a deep cuts inside comic book a reference. There's some people who can like draw their own pages, and there's other people who do work called layouts and finishes. So a layout artist will go down on the page and he'll find like the proper composition of every panel to where it's very uh, engaging to the eye. Then a, a finisher will come in and actually draw the figures in there and draw like the like the blacks and like the contrast. But the, a lot of time like a finisher can't come up can't come up um, with the composition of the panels and the flow of the pages. So that's a prime example of what kind of rapper game is. Game is a finisher but, but he can't do layouts. Yeah. But uh, okay, uh, who is who is the person who is last on your list in no particular order? Of course, who took game spot? <laughs> I have to go with the F A B O L O. Really? All right, uh, go yeah. ahead. I'll 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 say my points this, until after you finish. Go this, ahead. this is this, this is my whole thing with him, man. His first album good. Second album, I I got that one. That was like my favorite one. The second one. Then once you go down to the third and fourth, I can't remember what the hell that is. After that, it goes into mixtape, all them goddamn mixtapes, which was yep. good. But those were other people beats. He did a, a little wang. And True. he was riding to him. True. Like okay. riding to him, killing him, killing him, killing him. But then once he again, when he brought out his studio album, it's like what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Cold summer, this, that, and the third. And it's not, it's, it, and again, punchlines, flow, cadence, all that shit. But he needs the beats. I don't give a fuck. It's the Neptunes, Timlin. He needs somebody because of the fact that you ride good to all these beats that everybody else got that's hot. You know what I'm saying? When you get the mixtapes, when you do your own shit, it's questionable. And it's kind of like, well, where, where, where you going with this? Like, what are you trying to do? And that's why, and, and this is how you know it's hot and it's not hot. Back when he was the first and second album, it got radio play, right? We heard it still on the radio, mm-hmm. video, YouTube. Well, YouTube went out then, this, that, and third. Ever since this man been out, I say from 2010 till now, hell, I put it in 2010 and I ain't seen a fucking thing. I ain't heard nothing on the radio. I ain't heard say nobody say, "Hey man, you need to cop that new fab, yo man, he hot." I ain't even have heard. Oh, you need to listen to this one, this one song. I heard probably like one, two songs, and I was like, from an album. I think it was the album with Sun on it, 
and was to put it put it in a bag. Come on, man, put it in a bag. Like it put ain't it in a bag. <laughs> like he, he don't got like he has the skill set, but he don't got the beats. I I think that's what killing him far as to put him in another another market or at least make him relevant, man. Because I swear him, man, him, Luda, Luda just got business savvy. <laughs> That's all that happened with him. And then Nelly, Nelly, I say Nelly got business savvy too. Because as soon as he made his bag and Al went diamond and all that other shit, man, he, I think literally in the back of his head, he was like, man, I can get fucked now. I'm getting money. Like, he getting like residual income. It's like, all I gotta do is do a couple tours here and there, make a couple bags here and there. Then after that, I got other business adventures. Like, cool. I get that. But then don't come back to the rap community and be like, oh, man, I'm rapping, blah, 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 because you sound way different. And I almost think that Fab might fall into that because I don't know what business ventures he got and all that. But, dude, don't I, – I don't think it's too much because of the fact that he, at least he still keep putting out shit. Nelly ain't put out a fucking thing. Luda, every five, six years. And then, uh, Erica's five years old. Yeah, man, like, universe, like, I love you, yeah, Ludiverse, so he finally put, I was like, oh, man, she's gonna be tight. Trash. <laughs> How low can you go with a ballad of sexes and all that? And I was like, okay, that's different, you know. It ain't gonna platinum nothing, but it catchy, it was catchy, and I'll say this, it got radio play. Get, you know, my chick bad, my chick, like, that shit was, like, people, that shit was rocking. I, I, I remember that shit. Now, if you, you ask me, what, what, what was Fab doing then? What, what you hear? What, what Fab song was out here? I'd be like, uh, I really got to think, like, uh, I don't think he had nothing. I know. Don't. Last thing I remember was fucking, uh, Leave Me Alone with fucking Lil Mo. I really want to be with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave you alone. <laughs> How? How? And to me, that I think that's what it, bro. I literally think that's what killed him, though. It's all the like beat selection. Like he, he never had a hot song. He got the lyrics. He got the, he he got the lyrics, cake, all that shit. But he just don't have the beats, or maybe the management, his manager suck or whoever. But damn, he could be way better. I shouldn't be hearing about you having a domestic violence dispute with your <laughs> wife or whatever. You know what I'm saying? More than I'm up here hearing about an album coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like motherfuckers is like, right now they're doing a cold summer challenge and shit. And I'm like, this is the first time I heard, like, him say some shit in a minute. But then... Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, but, but people doing a cold summer challenge, but I heard, I think I might have tagged you in it. This one dude did a cold summer challenge just talking about the, the, uh, coronavirus epidemic. And that shit was beyond me. I'm like, man, somebody did this dude up. Cause mm-hmm. I think, uh, who was it? T.I.T. I was like, damn, this dude fucking amazingly good. Like, <laughs> he was like, I know he probably was like, let me hit this dude up. <laughs> See if I can decide his ass. Expeditiously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but nah, that's all I got, though. Um, I would say that, in my opinion, that is the biggest hot take you've had in the history of this show. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't disagree with you more. Respectively, of course. <laughs> I can't name one bad beat that Fab has ever been on. And then um, 
as far as your question as what Fab was doing like during the time of uh My Chick Bad, that's for, that's when he was putting out uh that song with um Chris Brown. She ready, so ready. If you go, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Like and now, and now, <laughs> <laughs> I will agree that Fab's relevance is definitely uh low. But Fab, but I think that Fab is a person who has a strong core. He has a strong core fan base, and he caters strictly to that core fan base. Now that can be a good thing because it gives you consistent money. It won't ever get you more money because you just have that saying fan base that isn't growing, and they may leave. But and I think he does cater cater to that core fan base. But I can't think of any um bad fabulous. Songs, songs that were put out for as singles besides Choosy. Choosy is trash. But the song prior to Choosy <laughs> was him and uh was him with him and my boy Ty Dollar Sign. How did that shit go? I got money on my mind. Oh yeah, da 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 da. Oh yeah, that shit was cold as fuck to me. Like a uh, Fab got like his own little pocket, and he stays in that pocket, and that pocket always for mostly works for me. Now, his last album was absolute gar- garbage and trash, dumpster fire <laughs> trash. But the Young OG project, and that's one like had his son on the cover, was I think really good. Uh, the first two Cruel Summers were, were really good, although you are correct, he was jacking for beats. Uh, but yeah, I, I can't recall a bad fabulous beat because as you were speaking i was trying to like think of any besides a fucking choosy but that that whole song is bad concept flow cadence verses beat beat, everything's just bad but i can't think of any bad a fabulous song besides that because um you name some uh, songs by looter that i think are trash but name a fabulous song that you actually heard that that was trash though. I the thing the sad thing is I can't even remember because as soon as I heard the song, I just fucking <laughs> do that shit away. Like I was like canceled. Like for real, man. I just man. I like I said, I give it to you with the jacket for beats, the mixtape and all that. The one with his son, it was kinda of, to me it still was like hit and miss though. It was hit and miss. I did listen to that. It was hit and miss with it. Cause the ones, the one song on there that I do like is the one with the, uh, what's it called? You my, uh, Apple, Caramel Apple, is it Caramel Apple? Yeah, 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 and it had like Kevin Hart was like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. That's, that was pretty dope, but. Um, and, <laughs> and I, uh, I love, and then, cause, uh, this is going to be a hot take too. And this is very, uh, unprofessional of me to say this, but when, uh, the coolest thing, well, the only cool thing about Fabulous having that issue with, um, with his now wife, I've never seen Fabulous have any emotion until that day. And then when he told her yeah, that, I, I got a bullet with your name on it. I was rolling. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. I got a bullet with your name on it. <laughs> that shit had me yeah, fucking rolling. Fine. I wish I, had, I wish that I had a chance to actually tell somebody that, but I would be afraid to because I'll probably go to jail. But that shit was was hilarious. I got a bullet with your name on it. <laughs> um, 
Well, uh, that is our, yeah, so that's our list then. Um, I think that's, uh, not to toot our horn, but I think that this is going to continue the legacy of us having fire-ass conversations in the culture. And like you said, and like I agree, we are definitely in a top tier of hip-hop-based content on the web. Um, to that point, uh, what should we do next time? Do, well, first, do you want to do a, um, a summit episode or a list? Uh, we could do, uh, let's do, we could do a list. Okay. Uh, here are some ideas that I have. Now, of course, come in with any ideas that you may have too, but I think we can do a best debut album list, uh, or a best region of hip hop, which could be like a city. Um. Yeah, the, yeah. So those. Okay. Are the two, yeah. The the region. Yeah. 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 Region. That'd be dope. Okay. Only yeah. thing is, yeah, it, it definitely has to be city because if it's a whole region, there's only so many regions in hip hop. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a best top five best cities of hip hop in no particular order. Okay. No. Nah, yeah. So, that's cool. Yeah. So we'll put that on the books for next time. Um. But uh, we won't even bother trying to do our outro because I don't remember it. Yeah, this is actually my little bit. Yeah. <laughs>